this morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself? He's evil! Sitting right here, come on! No, no, he's not, he's not evil, he's just a bit rude. 98, there's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Damon Wayans Jr. is funny. That's a funny man. That house, I swear to God, how great would it be growing up in that house? Oh, man. Even the least funny one would still have. Like, it's just The Wayans family is just all... He has a spitting image of yeah, his dad. Looks though. I mean, sounds and ta- yeah. looks, oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty... Yeah. It's remarkable. That show, I, I root for that. I hope that goes well. The, he and his dad together would be a blast. Uh, it's 914. It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. The home... Of tactical black self-defense. And again, I tell you, and this is probably the last day I'm going to be able to say this because it's going to sell out. The ladies' self-defense class that's coming up April 28th, uh, they've made some more room. They've, they've boosted a, a little area here. Maybe we can add two or three more. It's for anybody. Uh, it's for anybody. You've never, If you've never done it before, you can come in there completely green, a novice 100% across the board, and you'll walk out three hours later with skills you didn't have going in. Or you can be completely educated. Uh, and and know about street fighting and know about all tactical black has to offer and still walk out of that seminar three hours later more educated. It's an unbelievable thing. I tell Brett about it. Brett went with me that time with yeah. the gun defense. They're doing a, a gun safety uh, seminar. Their seminars are amazing. CCW stuff. And Brett went with me and changed how you do everything about your concealed carry. I want to do it again, actually. Yeah, well, let's go do it. We'll right. go do it today. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just a blast. And it's an unbelievable uh, learning experience on how to act in the, on the street in a crazy weird world now, there's a lot of stuff some guy got no fight in front of me last night coming back from the suns game just kind of walked right by it like that's normal dude just started swinging at another guy I was like all right just keep walking you never know what's going to happen here but don't get involved it was weird and just a pile of people and some guy decided he's going to attack another dude and, okay well let that go and then i got these hot air balloons that i've started to scare myself with it's like people with guns that's a perfect shooter's perch you got an f-35s to take those down I don't think we could come up with anything for that one. Yeah. I'll see if React Defense has a hot air balloon defense. I guess shooting a hot air balloon down with that. Last thing you want is that guy firing while he's going down. It's a slow, slow drift. Oh, Macho Carry Lake. Yeah, you, exactly. You. you never know <laughs> what kind of uh, curveball that uh, the world's going to throw you. Why not get a little preparation under your belt? You can do that at reactdefense.com fairly easily. Beyond the seminars, the day-to-day classes are amazing, and the people are even better. And now there's one more of them, and a joy's there. A brand new addition to the Ackerman family this week, which is very exciting. Awesome stuff. ReactDefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. They got you surrounded. It's the home attack for Black Brady Entertainment. Bruce Willis has uh, been diagnosed now with dementia. This is on a top of the miserable ending. Yeah. That just sucks. 67 years old. And it's, you know, those are the, that's the crime of dementia when it, you know, not that it's good for somebody right. who's boring, but... Somebody as entertaining, quick-witted, silver-tongued as Bruce Willis, you know? Somebody who could uh, snap a line pretty quickly. He was witty. And to have their voice taken away slowly is just criminal. The family put out a statement as Bruce's condition advances. We hope that any media attention can be focused on shining a light 
on this disease that needs to far more awareness and research. Yeah. It's just tough to think of, you know, the guy from Moonlighting and Die Hard and all that. And that's all what they said. He's, you know, tough to hear him not being able to process or verbally express himself. They said that that's the thing that's gone most is his ability to speak. And, you know, that's that stinks. And that's that, that's my biggest fear. Like, I'm afraid to die. I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid I'd like rather to, die than yeah, I watched that happen that. to my grandpa and I, I wasn't around it, but talking to my uncle and stuff, it was like a 10 year misery of him losing speech, losing ability to process thought, losing and, and, and so long and such a huge, I mean, he lived to be 85 and one eighth of his life was just not knowing anything. And that's if you don't count the first couple of years, but the last 10 years was just this slow disintegration of a once fun person here's a, a rundown of some um, actors that um declined or got rejected for shady or petty reasons on roles in movies Ooh. michelle pfeiffer was up for the role of vicky vale in 1989's batman but michael keaton was her ex-boyfriend and uh he didn't want her in the part because he was trying to get back with his ex-wife at the time oh she ended up playing Catwoman. Yeah, in the I was going to say she was in the next one. Yep. So they, so they, he must have scored his ex back. <laughs> he must either got her back or enough. failed miserably yeah. and tried to get Pfeiffer again. Robin Williams was offered Can't the part him. of the Joker in Batman, but when he got back to them, they said they had already given the part to Jack Nicholson. Sorry, son, jobs taken. Robin was just bait to get Jack to get the get off the pot oh. and say, "I'm doing it." Oh, oh. Where does he get such wonderful toys? It would have been a much different, faster movie. Richard Gere was supposed to be in the 1974 movie Lords of the Flatbush or Lords of Flatbush. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Lords of the Flatbush. Yeah. It's a porn. <laughs> don't search that on Pornhub. Flatbush. Yuck. But during a lunch break, he spilled mustard and chicken grease on Sly Stallone. They oh. got into a physical fight. Stallone said uh, the director had to make a choice. One of us had to go. Who was it? And one of us had Richard to stay. Gere. Richard, Richard Gere. Gere. Richard has was uh, as Stallone says. Richard was given his walking papers, and to this day, seriously dislikes me. Yeah, yo, you know this guy keeps pouring grease on me. I don't know what his objective is, but I think he's trying to slide things into us. He's got these little tiny rats and hamsters, and I don't know what this guy's doing. Meryl Streep auditioned for the 1976 King Kong remake. The producer, who was Italian told someone else that she was too ugly for the part. <laughs> he said it in an Italian, thinking Meryl wouldn't understand she it. She Italian. Yep. Oh, no. So she kind of told him off, no. and then Jessica Lang got it. This broad's too ugly. <laughs> oh, I was speaking Italian. <laughs> it's not Italian. It's an accent, you dick. I heard every word of it. Oh, hey, close enough. This broad speaks the <laughs> homeland's language. I guess she's not as dumb and ugly as I once thought she was. Get her out of my face before she gets a fresh one. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98. KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Russell Crowe declined to play Wolverine in the X-Men franchise because he didn't want to be overly associated with wolves. That Since his character makes a in Gladiator was... Yes, and they're like, wow. by the way... Um, Wolverine is related to a weasel and badgers. and. I'd love to, but I can't be associated with wolves. <laughs> All right. We don't want to hire you now because of what you just said. 
Olivia Wilde was up for Margot yeah, so How Robbins? does that call go with your agent? Hey, uh, Russell, I got a great gig for you. You could be Wolverine in the Marvel movies, make millions. Good day, mate. Um, no, thanks. Not a big fan of wolves. What? Wolves. Don't want to be associated. Darn Russell, right. I said Wolverine, Russell. Right. I'll stand my ground. All right, Russell's the dumbest client I've got. Olivia Wilde was up for Margot Robbie's part in The Wolf of Wall Street. But she was initially told she was too Ugly. sophisticated for oh, it. They the made time. the right decision. Same guy. Oh, this one's not pretty Basically, enough. Ugly Scorsese. like that. It was Scorsese. It was. <laughs> She'd have been good. Yeah, but not as good. Yeah, but would we know different? You're right. Margot Robbie is no, fantastic. I mean, she's Mount Rushmore. She's a Mount Rushmore girl. Olivia Wilde might have become Mount Rushmore. Possible. Walking around in that nothing. If she did that same scene where you got to see all of Margot Robbie, who hot it top to bottom. Oh, man. I remember being in the theater for that thinking, I am. I need to be alone. I got to go. I got to go. That Two more. Amazing. Will Smith could have been Neo in The Matrix, but he decided to do Wild Wild West yeah. instead. That was a brilliant decision. His reasoning at the time is he thought Wild Wild West would have, be a, would have been a big hit. I think most people would have agreed with that. Yeah. The last one, Michael Jackson, could have been Jar Jar Binks in yeah. Star Wars. Misa thinks you're going to die. <laughs> George Lucas was just dead set on doing it with CGI. Michael wanted to do it, get all made I up. I take you down to Boss Nast. <laughs> Misa thinks you're going to like him. Could have had Prince as one of the Ewoks, too. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody dance. <laughs> Misa wants to dance. This movie is horrible. Movies out this weekend, Ant-Man and the Wasp. You're going to that. Tonight? Yeah. Because Kirby wants to. Kirby yep. gets what she wants. <laughs> Kirby has, Kirby gets. Danny, we going to see Ant-Man and Wasp, please? Of course we'll see Ant-Man and Wasp. How many times? Twice. Okay. All right, you're good, Danny. <laughs> Excuse me. The other one um, is Devil's Peak. Oh, Brett, unfair. He just busted wow. out the nude so, scene of uh, Margaret So there Robbie. you go. Come on. There's the entertainment trophy. <laughs> I, I need to be alone, guys. Wow. And there's a moment where you see the whole shebang, too. You see, like, the shape of it. I've paused it. I will oh, find it. When she's laying there with her hand over the prize possession. In the baby's room. Man, oh, man. What happened to that store? The baby's room. <laughs> Remember that? Remember they had those commercials and they would sing that? The baby's room. I always think of a vagina when I you said that. I thought you knew. Oh, sweet Jesus, Bert. We got a show to finish. Turn that TV yeah, off. I say, and you're telling me Olivia oh, Wilde. Come on. All right. Olivia Wilde. <laughs> Worst place. <You're> fired. <laughs> oh, Meryl Streep. You know, hey, guys, let's go back to the old land, huh? I think she's too ugly to be King Kong interested. Who brought this pig in here? That giant ape ain't going to like no Meryl Streep looking boy. He'd bite her head off. Yeah, he would kill her, and I would encourage it. I would get a big a crowd to round of applause after the, the monkey eats Meryl Streep. Now, get me a broad that we believe would bang this ape. And vice versa. I can understand Italian. Oh, I was speaking in a... How'd she do that? I told you you can't trust that ugly bitch. 
This why you ain't working. Exactly. You're never going to work in this town again, Meryl Streep. That's a name no one will ever remember. This get her out of my Off face. Off the set, Miss Know-It-All. How dare you. Kramer versus Kramer. No wonder Dustin Hoffman wanted out. <laughs> that movie hasn't even been made yet. I know the script. Go dance on a bridge or something. <laughs> get over there with that old man and drive cars around Vermont. Ball rink. Mama Mia, get her out of here. Whoa, Jessica Lang. Now that's a name people will never forget. Prediction. Someday Bruce Jenner's going to look just like you. <laughs> Keep it moving, Keep Silkwood. It. We don't got a time for this. Before I start hosing you off. You find out it was really Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Ah, man. I thought you spoke oh. Italian. Get her out of here. She knows what's good for her. Yeah, that's a tough one. But, yeah, they made the right choice in King Kong, too, because you go back and watch the 70-something version of King Kong. She comes out of the water. When Kong gives her a little shower and a bath. That is so hot. I was four. I'm watching that going, I don't know what's going on here, but my my legs are getting stiff. I think I got a disease. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's in that little. Laying out there. She was hot. And then if you want to do yourself a really dirty, dirty, the Postman Always Rings Twice remake that she's in with Jack Nicholson. I watched that with my dad. And there's a scene where there's some sex going on. I learned what the word, what my dad invented a word, I think. I'm not sure this is a real word. But a very uncomfortable scene where he grabs her by her underpants and pulls up in the front. And my dad gives me an elbow. I must have been six. He's giving her a Grundy, he says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I've never heard that before. Well, my dad threw it at me because he was so uncomfortable that he was watching a sex scene with his kid. Let's see what Grundy has uh, turned into. <laughs> Grundy's not. He's giving her a Grundy. And I think he thought he was with his friends for a second, but he's with his son, his young son, who will never forget that moment. Uh, it's 927. Let's get it together and get these squares on and out of here. If you want to play 585-9800, we'll give you a trip to the zoo. Yeah. You can go to the World uh, Wildlife Zoo with Brady. Wildlife World Zoo? World Wildlife Wildlife Zoo. World Wildlife Zoo. Wildlife World Zoo. I don't know why I can't get that right. Oh, it's tough. And It isn't that tough. It should be easier than that. It's three words. (laughs) I know you think it's tough, but thanks for your support. Uh, I feel your pain. March, I know. Uh, Last thing I want is to be in the same boat. Uh, But he's going to wander you around the zoo with some professionals. We'll give you that. That'll be a fun one behind the scenes. And also uh, tickets to something else. I think we got... I think we had U-Fest. Did we have that? I think we have Disturbed. No, Disturbed. That's right. Ben told me that. Yeah. So we got all sorts of choices. Winner gets to pick. We got a prize pile for you. You choose, but you got to be a girl or a boy and play those squares. They're coming up next. It's 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98. 98.